getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. tonight welcome to south coast tonight i'm marcus chris will be back on friday which is tomorrow today is friday junior it's thursday it's almost friday and i'm here with you i'm taking your calls at 508-996-0500 is how in the program third and final hour of the of the program this evening and i thank you for calling and uh messaging me in the app chat i can i hope you continue to do that throughout this hour tomorrow when chris is in with me we're going to be joined by sheriff tom hodgson he is running unopposed in the primary right so um but uh he wa you know well he listened to the debate uh between um attleboro mayor paul haru by uh attorney nick bernier former prosecutor attorney nick bernier and former Somerset Police Chief George McNeil, he heard that debate. He's going to react to it live, uh, and he's also going to be taking your calls. We know that you probably have a lot to say to the sheriff, and he'll definitely hear you out. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. So, yeah, and we've, you know, we've got a lot going on uh, in the next week or so leading into primary day. And Cameron Cost the next Friday, uh, Chris Markey on Monday, uh, the candidates in the state rep for the, uh, I think it's the 8th or 9th Bristol District, the, the one that has Dartmouth in it, right? Dartmouth and parts of Ward 1. Um, we've got, uh, we've got uh, the two candidates for Plymouth County DA. We've got the two candidates running in the Republican primary for the 9th Congressional District. They'll be joining us on Wednesday. They're going to be joining us back to back. So you get Jesse Brown from 730 to 8 and then Dan Sullivan from 8 to 830. So that'll be fun. Um, again, a lot going on tomorrow. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. Hey, Marcus, how you doing? Good. What's up, Tom? Well, I, I just wanted to compliment you guys on on uh, this entire uh, political season. I, I think you guys are doing Thank a you. tremendous job there. Thank you so uh, much. Even from a, a guy like me who's been in it, right? Uh, I, I have seen such a, a thorough uh, uh, amount of work. Uh, going into it uh, so that we, the people, uh, get to hear, you know, what these people are really about. And uh, the, the questions were fair and, and, and direct. Thank you. And you could actually tell the difference uh, in the candidates and, yeah. and how they responded. I mean, really, really, if there was an award, you guys should get one. Thank but you so much. I really appreciate that. Political journalism, we'll Th- call it. Thank you. you. <laughs> Thanks. But. Uh, the reason I did call was that little bleep that we heard on the uh, news about hydrochloroquine. And okay. uh, I, I can recall, you know, him uh, getting up there and saying how great it was. And mm-hmm. and, and uh, there was a study uh, they found out with uh, a study of 16 people. 
I think it was somewhere in France, uh, and they used that study. But when, when they un, 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 took the lid off the study, uh, 16 people, four people died, four people remained the same, four people were hospitalized, and the other four, uh, uh, some got a little bit better or something to that effect. But right after that, they found out that the, the Trump organization had a $12,000 investment in that company. And yeah. uh, from that, they ordered 9 million doses, 9 million doses uh, of hydrochloroquine. And they kept promoting it and promoting going, what's going on? Maybe this is the, 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 the new answer. Uh, but then they, they couldn't do anything with it, so they ended up selling it to Brazil. You know, they had right. a buddy down there. Bolsonaro. And had, yeah. I'm sure uh, uh, Giuliani had something to do with that <laughs> as the private attorney right. uh, for Trump because he was all over South America with, with different uh, contracts that he was peddling. Uh, and hopefully, you know, that they can come to the uh, 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 final uh, decision on all that kind of stuff. I think at this point, uh, the former president isn't an electable person. And I think the, 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 the Trumpian party is in trouble, particularly if Chris beats DeSantis in Florida, then who they got, you know, and, and this whole thing can collapse on them. I don't see, I don't see, so Charlie Crist, for people who don't know, Charlie Crist is a, the, he was the governor of Florida. He got elected, I think, in 2006 he, as a Republican um, and then tried to run again as a Democrat against Rick Scott in 2014. Uh, and was unsuccessful, uh, and now he's running. He got he won the uh, Repu- uh, he won the Democratic primary against Nikki Freed, who was the Florida Agricultural Secretary, which is a statewide elected position in Florida. He won the Republican primary. I mean, the Democratic primary against Nikki Freed. Now he's facing off against Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis last time though. When he first got elected to office back in 2018, he was behind in the polls to Andrew Gilliam, actually. Uh, and and Bill Nelson was ahead in the polls to Rick Scott, who was the outgoing governor of Florida running for the Senate. So, um, but I, I don't think, I just don't see it. It doesn't, you know, I think when you've got a candidate like Ron, DeS- when you've got a guy like Ron DeSantis who's getting some national fame and all of that, I think he's fairly well liked uh, in Florida now. And 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 I don't think I don't think Charlie Crist is is enough of a contrast, really. I mean, he's just basically uh, another another Republican. I don't know if that's going to. I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, the way I'm looking at it is, uh, Chris is going to have the 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 old conservative uh, Republican Party supporting him that don't like DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is that is that, a fa- is that a faction that that like exists? I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm asking I think, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say so. And uh, in addition to that, if, if you get enough Democrats in the mix supporting him, like ninety percent of the Democrats that do come out vote Chris, mm-hmm. and then you've got the big issues, uh, particularly the banning of abortion throughout the state. Yeah, that's going to bring out a lot, a lot of women who are on the other side of that. Uh, and notwithstanding the stuff with Disney World and all that that DeSantis yeah, yeah. is doing. that was funny. So I, I think I'll bet you that one is going to be within two points either way. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Florida at one point was a swing state. It went for Obama twice, but I remember the last time it went for Obama. Obama won that state like a week later, a week after the election had already been decided. Right. He had won. He had won. Uh, he had won Florida. So I mean, it could. And Al Gore really won Florida, right? We know that Al Gore actually won Florida, but um, 
but uh, I guess, yeah, it could happen. Um, I'm not, you know, I have friends in Florida. Uh, this is just a few people that seem to be okay with, with Ron DeSantis. I think what he did with COVID was, you know, even as disastrous as it might be uh, popular for people who vote, you know. Right, um, right. So uh, I would be surprised. I mean, that would be. That would be hilarious and devastating if uh, for the Republicans if that had happened because DeSantis – and I mean I, I'm not confident in the DeSantis-Trump primary that DeSantis comes out, vict- uh, comes out victorious. I know DeSantis is leading in the polls by uh, – I know he's leading in the polls uh, fairly comfortably uh, and I know – People, some people say, well, this is a if if Trump runs, it's a referendum on Trump, right? But I just think Trump's Trump's energy and Trump's skill as a, a politician for you know for himself, not necessarily for other people, but for himself, is going to he's going to uh, emasculate Ron DeSantis like he did with say Jeb Bush. I, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that even if Ron DeSantis wins his gubernatorial election, I think he's going to, but even if he, you know, if he wins and he were to run for president, I, I just don't go, think it'd be strong. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the, to the first question. What happens if Trump gets indicted and convicted mm. and DeSantis loses? Who, who's the next in line? Who, who is it? Well, so, you know? so convictions. So, uh, so the law isn't clear on whether or not a, uh, a, fed, a conviction for a felony or a conviction for a federal crime or even a state crime is a disqualifier for office of president of the United States. There is some Supreme Court precedent on on uh, on whether or not that's true. I think it's a 1969 case. And they had basically said because someone ha- they tried to meet some sort of I think there was some federal law keeping somebody from from. Uh, uh, being uh, sat, they tried to not seat this person for their congressional seat, and they had right. said, as long as you're, you know, and it was a congressional seat, so as long as you're 25 and you're a resident of the, whatever, you know, you can, and you were elected, you can get, uh, you know, you can go to your congressional seat. So oh, I'm okay. not, sh- I'm not so I sure think- that he'd get, he would be uh, legally precluded from office, especially with the, the makeup of this Supreme Court. I think they just reaffirm that he's he's okay, unless he, you know, I guess went to prison, then that would be different. So he, at some point, he would have to rely on the Constitution, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which which he doesn't have any respect for. Yeah, uh, isn't it a bizarre world? It I mean, is incredible. But anyway, uh, yeah, we'll be listening tomorrow to uh, uh, Mr. Hodgson and see what his response is. Uh, I still think he's the front runner at this point. Well, yeah, uh, he's, the in, th- he's the incumbent. Incumbents are always yeah. the front runners. Sure. Yeah, I think you'll I think you'll uh have a run at him though for the first time in a while with Mr. Hero. You and, think uh, so you and I think you said this last time when you called in you think you, you think Paul Paul Hero is going to win the uh, Democratic primary. Yes, I do. Yeah, I agree. Uh I've I received a number of uh mailers already from him and, and you could tell uh yeah. the way he campaigns, he knows know. what he's doing. I know. Uh I I still think uh uh, the strength of the Hodgson campaign is, is in the outlying communities, and and if Hero can figure that one out, then then we've got a race. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. Thanks Have a for good the call. Night. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I do. I I agree with him. I think I think he's run the best campaign. He's raised the most money. He's put the uh, signs up. I think his mailer's better. Uh, the one that got all that controversy. Um, I think his mailer's better. Uh, and you know, like I said, the other two are. Uh, even though I didn't like what Nick Bernier had said the other day, uh, I think the other two candidates are good people. Um, but I think Peru's the best candidate. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. Hey, good evening, Marcus. What's up? 
Uh, not too much. I, 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 what prompted me to call was just a, a minute ago you said uh, uh, Al Gore won Florida. Yeah, Al Gore won Florida. Really? What do you base that on? Um, they had done recounts, uh, you know, because obviously the Supreme Court stopped the recount in uh, in 2000. But there had been re, uh, recounts done um, that had showed that Al Gore had won Florida, even if they said, you know, there was really by, the, the by paper, the, all by, the papers. By whom? Who? By whom? All the papers back in, let me start, all the papers back in, uh, like, what what was it, 2001, right after 9-11, had said that uh, George Bush had actually won Florida. But I think they were under uh, immense public pressure um, to, they were under immense public pressure after 9-11, after all of the fraught tensions of the, um, of the, of the, previous you know of people thinking that election was legitimate to rally around bush and say that the election that the election was legit uh, that was illegitimate now obviously it does have to do with a lot with how the how the how the ballots are counted but they you know a lot of the, the papers said oh over votes you know they wouldn't have counted uh, overvotes, right? They wouldn't have counted overvotes um, if they did the recount. They would have counted it. They would have done no, the recount said, this you way. Just, you just you just said, if I if I could if, um, paraphrase, you just said that they did a recount. And they showed that Gore won. Who 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 did that? What, when I well, said I, this is this is what this is what my understanding is. You can tell me why I'm wrong. But uh, so number one, the the election was in November. It dragged out uh, late into December of 2000. Um, 9/11 was, you know, nine months later. But uh, the UPI, uh, CNN, and led by a consortium of media outlets, went and recounted the uh, contested uh, counties in Florida, and they found actually. That Bush had won, and that was that. There was nobody of any credibility ever came up with any evidence that Gore had won. And so I'm just wondering if, if you have some evidence that Gore won. I mean, it was a great, it's a great uh, story, and if you tell it enough, I suppose it's it gets to be tr- the truth. But what what was what was the evidence? Because there really was a recount led by a media consortium that found that Bush won. Yeah, so there was a recount that was done by a media consortium again. It was after the Supreme Court had basically already ha- um, already yeah, handed no, the yeah, handed already, the, post, they had already it was post inauguration. Yeah. It was post inauguration. So what are they going to do? Are they going to say um, what, do you, what do you what do you think? CNN lied for uh, for to to be part of Bush. I mean, nine eleven hadn't happened when they did that recount. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, um, no. I'm saying the other recount. The, there was another recount that had happened. I think by a, univer- uh, a, a university in uh, in Florida. But what I was saying is about CNN and the the consortium of papers uh, that had said, "Oh, well, Bush won. He had already been inaugurated." So what are they going to do? Say, "Oh, Bush didn't win," and then and then what? What, what was going to happen then? What were they going to do? Move to impeach George Bush? Was there going to be a another Brooks Brothers riot, but by the Democrats? This consortium of, of the media outlets um, went along to get along. That's interesting. Wow. Hmm? You saw you the consortium went along to get along because they didn't want to. They didn't want to cause a ruckus. So they, yeah, they I think that's a fair. I think about, that's a fair. Their, their research that they paid for, they they basically lied. 
or they did their research. Yeah, they did it in a way that would. So um, were they lying? Were they lying then, or are they lying now? Well, they've always um, they've always been lying. And, and and this isn't the first time a consortium of this isn't the first time a consortium of uh, of of media organizations have peddled falsehoods in favor that would be favorable to George Bush to push a narrative. Uh, if you'll remember the Iraq War, uh, oh was, sure, yeah, sure. yeah. But yeah, it was the national I mean, I, I, opinion. But no, it's interesting. It's interesting. But so, but it was the it was. Sorry, I'm just curious who what you you're convinced that Gore actually won the Florida count and. I mean, I mean, it was. I think it was. I think it was Chicago. I think it. it, Interestingly enough, it was uh, Chicago University that had done a recount and found that um, if uh, that that Gore had actually gotten more votes than Bush, um, but. But the way that the whole thing was carried out, basically, I mean, George Bush's brother was the go- George Bush's brother was the governor of Florida. The secretary of state was uh, was what Seymour Catherine Bobby. Catherine Har- uh, Catherine Harris. Okay. Harris Harris yeah. yeah, Catherine Harris was his uh, was his uh, state uh, campaign chair. Um, the Supreme Court had voted on. They had decided on the day. Uh, was it December twelfth? They decided on the day. That the there was uh, constitutionally uh, recount was not allowed. That the electors had to be certified. They decided that the recount was basically uh, null and void. The Supreme Court stopped it, but the I'm talking about after all that happened, and and Gore conceded, and after all that happened, that consortium came in, hand counted ballots, and the contestants. Yeah, uh, and and they and they actually came up that 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 Bush had won. So. Yeah, right, I'm saying so, the University so of Chicago, close, the University of Chicago had again, they had done a full hand they said upon a full hand count they would have found that Al Gore had won Florida. Um and again, I just think the way that it was carried out uh which was I think admittedly um you, I mean do do you, do you not see a problem with any of that the Supreme Court oh, yeah, in a no, five I to see a, I see a big problem Florida. I mean and then and Florida got burned again. They'd done away with the, the hanging chads, but you remember the uh uh, was it their gubernatorial election in, in Palm Beach County? Had these these crazy anomalies where they, I, I mean, Florida. Uh, listen, our voting system is not perfect in this country. And, right, uh, it's it's ripe for manipulation. Right, but I mean, but so if you think Gore won, um, are you as much? I think Gore. I think Gore rolled. Are I you think as much a conspiracy theorist as Donald Trump, who, who claims that he won. I think the well. I think the circumstances are much different, right, than the, than Donald Trump, right. I think the the circumstances oh, yeah. of the state deci- being decided by five hundred twenty seven votes, where the governor and the um, the governor and the the person who was in charge of all the elections were openly working in uh, were basically openly working in favor of the Republican candidate, where the Supreme Court had vo- voted on the final on the day. That the electors were due to be certified, that the recount had to, that the recount could not go forward, and that that every that the electors were due to be certified on December twelfth. I think that that's a little different than losing an election by eight million votes and losing, uh, you know, um, lo- uh, getting like five states flipped on you, and then saying, oh, but by the way, this is cheating. Like, no, that I think that's a little different. I think the the Gore situation is a little different than the than the than the it's than the quite, Bush situation. It's quite, it's quite a bit different. I, but but I mean but if you uh, and in fact you, inf- you either have you either have faith in the in the system or you could be uh, I mean of, you could be skeptical of the system which you obviously are yeah of course but when you when you're skeptical of the system and, and it doesn't mean that uh, an eight million 
vote margin. I mean, I mean, I, one of the greatest uh, proofs is the uh, you know the kind of the forensic uh, reanalysis of the, of the uh, Wisconsin vote, which showed that uh, the congressional Republicans down ballot won, and and but they they voted against Trump. You know, he, he pissed the people off. That could have been true. I mean, I mean, Wisconsin would so be that a state that's very interesting. So yeah. They, so if that, so so people voted for, uh, you know, for Joe Biden. Yeah, they split the ticket. The Republican. Yeah, they split the ticket. So yeah. that, I mean, that that's that was that was a, the, that should have been more publicized to, to let people know. Look, this is what really happened. Right. You know, but 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 boy, the conspiracy theory. And if Biden was going to reintroduce it, but you reintroduced, I thought just you know when you you said that Gore won. Again, I think the circum. I don't think he did. I don't think. I don't think that's been proven. But I'll have to look up the Chicago. Yeah, university it was the, it was the, I think it was the University of Chicago study, but I mean, and Gore kind of rolled over after the Supreme Court had made their decision for whatever, the best of the country to unify the country. And listen, it's a presidential election. Uh, I'm not, and these are two uh, moneyed interests behind each other. I'm not saying that cheating has only happened in this situation or the cheating never happens until this or whatever. What, what was the great, what was the great uh, LBG, uh, LBJ quote, uh, I think when he was, uh, he might have been running for Senate down in Texas, mm-hmm. and they, they accused uh, th- somebody came up with the idea that they were they shouldn't be counting uh, the votes. Uh, you know, they, they shouldn't be uh, using votes from the cemetery. <laughs> oh yeah, they got they got they got they got they got a right to vote same as anybody else. <laughs> well, speaking of yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, right. It's actually, speaking of that, yeah, speaking of that, um, the LBJ and Kennedy uh, ticket. There was absolutely cheating. We, you know, we know that there was cheating in that election. Obviously, you know, Sam G and Connor, Rich and Daly were basically going to cemeteries and and counting votes there. But the, Nixon didn't necessarily challenge it because he had some stuff going on. Uh, you know, that was going on in Cook because Illinois was a, was a swing state back then, and there was some stuff going on in the lower counties of Illinois, the, the more conservative ones, where where Nixon was doing some funny business as well. You know where Trump made his mistake, and and I'll I'll, do, I'll leave you with this. Um, but do you remember the movie uh, The Sting? You know, the famous movie The Sting with Paul Newman. Yeah, I'm familiar and, with it. I don't think like, I'm not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a great scene uh, on a train with uh, with Robert Shaw, who's a big Chicago thug, and Newman's a grifter, and they get into a card game, and 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 of course Newman wins, and and Shaw's. Uh, Lonigan was the character's name. Shaw's, uh, you know, hench, you know, his uh, right hand man, his lackey comes up. He says, you want, you want me to go, you know, you want me to go confront him? And he says, what am I going to do? Claim that he cheated better than me? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, but, but, so that, so Shaw in that, in that movie, Shaw knew. <laughs> yes. It was, it was time to concede that the uh, poker game. That's, and that, that was Trump's mistake. He should have conceded. And, and he'd, he'd be in much better shape now. Yeah, but I mean, he, uh, again, that's what that's what Nixon did. I mean, he was like obviously yeah. very embittered by by the fact that he lost. He knew Kennedy cheated, but he knew he had some stuff going on too. So he just he just sacked up, waited eight years, and then went for it again. So yeah, next time you got to be better than the other side at cheating. You know, yeah. you got to get you know you got to get the, uh, the the lawyers in there to challenge the uh, the election conditions yeah. to to change the, uh, the you know the voting rules. Um, that's, that was the big advantage that Democrats had. I, you know, it, 
um, you know, technically. And then, you know, and then Trump's own, you know, craziness uh, turned people off with them. And ultimately, uh, there was a little advantage from the cheating, but not enough to swing the vote, I don't think. No, I mean, uh, I don't think so. I think it's very, like, it's also, like, very plausible conditions in which an incumbent loses an election, right? There was a uh, once-in-a-lifetime disaster. Uh, the, you know, Trump, as a, as, a, as a president, had low approval ratings from the get-go, had never hit above, I think, 47% uh, approval right, rating. Right. The economy was terrible. People were dying. Like, there, there was plenty of, you know, and Joe Biden, um, you know, Joe Biden... At least at the time was, uh, I think, very still fondly, you know, fondly rec- remembered from the Obama administration and, and, and a personal, uh, a personable guy, you know, even though his um, I think his charm. I, I, think, I think there was there was uh, Trump fatigue. Well, that's the other part of it is, too. That's why Republicans split the ticket. Because otherwise, I agree. I think, I think Trump would have won. Yeah, well, I, don't think, I don't think Biden inspired anybody. No, I don't. Oh, Biden definitely didn't inspire anybody. He was just the guy that was been around the longest and had the biggest name brand. And uh, the Democrats had to get behind somebody to to beat Bernie. But, um, but uh, no, I think you're right. I think he was screaming into the sun, and people were just kind of sick of it anyway, right? Like I think people were just tired of it. Yeah, but uh, and it makes for great political theater. And uh, yeah. anyway, appreciate you guys talking about. It. Looking forward to. Uh, the sheriff tomorrow yeah it'll be fun all right marcus have a great night Thank thanks you. for the call appreciate it yeah that's gonna be a that's gonna be a uh that's gonna be a good interview i'm looking forward to it um uh chris is we know the sheriff is too all right we're gonna take a break actually we'll be back this is south coast tonight with marcus here on 1420 wbsm chris will be back tomorrow Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus, 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. Kind of open phone lines. You know, we're talking a little bit about Bush v. Gore um, and, uh, you know, the infamous recount that never was. Um, But, yeah, it was the, I think it was the University, I believe it was the University of Chicago uh, that had done a, had done a recount. We'll get a firm answer on that. in an, a moment, because why not? Because why not? Um, yeah, there was a consortium of media people that had been post-inauguration. I think by then, the the narrative was, you know, they you have to keep you had to keep with the you had to keep with the with the narrative because he'd already been inaugurated. Um, national opinion, yeah, yeah, it was the. Yeah, it was that because that was what was in two thousand one after September eleventh. It was the National Opinion Research Center at the University of Chicago uh, had examined all uh, all of the one hundred seventy thousand undervotes and overvotes. They'd found with a full statewide hand recount, Gore would have won Florida under every possible vote uh, possible vote standard, depending on which standard was used. His margin of victory would have varied from sixty to one hundred seventy one votes. That's what I was basing my um, sort of flippant comment on on Gore winning Florida. Uh, but the, I think the broader point was, besides the um, legitimacy or illegitimacy of that election, was that Florida is a swing state, or Florida at one point was a swing state. I don't know if it is now. I mean, they used to have, you know, they they used to have Bill Nelson. They had Bill Nelson there. They had Bill Nelson there. Um, I don't remember the last time they had a Democrat governor. Uh, Bill Nussel was a senator there. They've got some 
Uh, they've got some uh, Democratic reps. It's a big state. There's bound to be some Democratic reps. Actually, one of them, Val Demings, who was the rep from Orlando. She was the chief of police in Orlando, actually, for a time. And she was on the shortlist uh, to be Biden's uh, on, on Biden's VP because um, he said he was going to um, he was going to pick he was going to pick a woman of color to be his vice president and to being Kamala Harris. Val Demings was on the short list. Um, and again, Congresswoman from Orlando, chief of police, uh, former chief of police in Orlando. She's actually running a Senate campaign against Marco Rubio in uh, in Florida. Uh, I don't know what the polling is there. I haven't had, had a chance to check it out, but I think it would be. Um, I, it's hard to imagine someone with Marco, Marco Rubio's sort of national stature losing that Senate race. He actually kind of jumped. He, you know, in, in 2016, actually, when he ran, when he was up for reelection, it was like largely reported that he didn't like his job and he didn't want to be there anymore, and he ran for president. And you know, there was all that, all those puff pieces back in like 2012, 2013, that he was the savior of the Republican Party because he was a Latino and all that, and 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 he was Republican, and he. And then he did the the drinking water thing during uh, the the uh, response to Obama's uh, the response to Obama's State of the Union. The State of the Union response is not only stupid; it's largely seen as a uh, like a bad luck, um, bad PR because something always happens. They talk about Joe Kennedy with a chapstick and and uh, drinking, you know, uh, uh, Rubio drinking water. Bobby Jindal's was weird for whatever reason. Uh, Bobby Jindal, the former governor of Louisiana, who was seen as like a rising star in the Republican Party, I don't think has been seen or heard from again. But um, yeah, Marco Rubio, uh, he had he had run for president instead of running for a Senate seat, and then had was when it was clear he was going to lose, he ended up filing like last minute basically to run for a Senate seat again, and ended up winning it. So I don't know if he's going to. Lose to Val Demings. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening, Marcus. What's up? How much? Are you talking about the uh, hanging chair or the uh, the Florida, uh, uh, the gore thing in there? Yeah, we were. Yeah. It drew, drew me to think about the, uh, of course, the parab- uh, parallel would be the uh, the the, uh, the Trump Trump election or loss of the election. Yeah, I, I think it's, again, I think that's, I don't know if it's a parallel. And I, I think actually during... When uh, when Trump was when after the election results had been basically called for Biden, I think a lot of people on the Republican side were citing Bush v. Gore as like, oh, it's a not over yet thing. But I think what people got to remember is Gore was called the race was called for Gore by the news, I think, later at like 11, 12 o'clock. But by that morning on election night, by that next morning. The race was then called for Bush, and then he was understood as the win. He was he was the winner, right? And that was it. I think that was a much easier narrative. He was the winner, and Gore was the loser, and Gore was just a sore loser. Hmm. Did you uh, happen to catch the um, the movie they put out called Two Thousand Mules? Or yeah, no, I, I didn't watch that uh, movie oh, no. by uh, convicted felon Dinesh D'Souza. I didn't watch uh, Two Thousand Mules. No, I, I don't. I don't see any value in the stuff Dinesh D'Souza puts out, to be honest with you. I Maybe Chris has seen it. I, I haven't. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't particularly care for the 2,000 Mules. It's a propaganda piece by Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, it's, it's, you know, um, for people who don't know, 2,000 Mules is a... Um, 
is a movie that basically uh, talks about the that basically theorizes that the um, that the election was uh, that the election was stolen. That the AP had reported, I think, that was like uh, they had identified like paid mules to uh, bring in ballots. Um, it's been broadly uh, it's been broadly debunked by I don't know the Associated Press fact checkers um, every credible news organization but again you know no one's no one's believing that anyway um yeah no I didn't see it uh, I don't even know how we got into this how did I get into how did I get, how did I get into this I think Tom called in we talked about yeah was, Tom called in we talked about Florida I talked about how Gore one Florida, um, you know, it was based on a recount by the um, University of Chicago that was released in November of 2001 after September 11th. There was a media consortium that had said Bush had won after he had already been inaugurated. Uh, I just don't think, yeah, I just, again, I, I don't necessarily think it's a, it's a much different situation, right? Um, and Trump had basically been setting up uh, the whole time to say, the election had been stolen from him. Um, and, uh, you know, with all the ballots, the mail-in ballots and the ones that were coming, the mail-in ballots and stuff that were coming in. But, um, you know, he was telling people to vote, don't show up to vote, don't mail your ballots in. And then Biden obviously won the mail-in ballots overwhelmingly. It's the highest turnout election of all time. Uh, I think he got more, well, but by sh- by raw data, not I don't necessarily know by percentage, but in any event, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back. Fourteen twenty WBS. I'm back to South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you can get on the program. If I guess you guys want to talk about elections that you think were less than above board. Uh, I guess you can um, at 508-996-0500. But, um, you know, kind of open phone lines for the last few minutes. Again, tomorrow we're going to have Tom Hodgson in. Uh, You're going to be joined by me, Chris, and Tom Hodgson. We're going to – he's going to react to the debate that we had uh, that's been making big big headlines. If you subscribe to the Politico Mass Playbook uh, or if you subscribe to Ted Nisi's uh, newsletter – um, Nisi's notes, uh, WPRI, um, friend of the network. Uh, he, uh, you might have saw the coverage of the debate and the subsequent falling out of the candidates afterwards, which um, has been something for sure. Uh, we've already told you, our, you know, what we think about that, but uh, you're, we're going to hear what Sheriff Hodgson thinks about it, and he's also going to take your calls uh, at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. That's how you can give him a call. And let him know what's on your mind, um, and uh, that will be uh, that will be an interesting um, that'll be an interest interesting show. And again, we've got we've got uh, we've got candidates um, coming up next week: Cameron Costa Friday at eight, Chris Markey Monday at I think at eight as well uh, on Labor Day. We might be the only program. We might be the only pro- a, a local program that's on Labor Day. I think maybe Phil is as well, but. Uh, we, you know, we thought it was important to be on the day before the primary election because that's that's our thing, right? That's what that's why South Coast tonight exists. It's for the 
It's for, for moments like this, right? So I'm really excited about that, Chris, is too. We're going to be here on election night. We're going to talk to people um, that are in local and, and statewide politics, and we're going to have candidates give us a call after the results come in. That's going to be a lot of fun. All right, uh, 508-996-0500. We're going to take one final break of the uh, of the show, and we'll be right back. We'll take your calls and take your app chats. 1420 WBSL. Good evening. Hey, Marcus. Real quick, I uh, I looked up, I Googled it after I got off the phone with him. Mm-hmm. And I think we were reading the same thing. Were you, were you uh, reciting Wikipedia's recount? No, uh, it was an article I'd read a, long, a while ago on The Intercept. Uh, okay. I, I wasn't okay. sure. I, I'd read it on The Intercept, which is admittedly a leftist, um, it, leftist okay, publication. Okay. Well, well, so quickly, so I, it, it, it seemed like it's kind of verbatim stuff that you were reciting. And I was reading it myself, um, and I'm like, boy, you know, it's been 21 years, but do I not remember this right? They, yeah. The Wikipedia said that the uh, the media reported that that uh, that Gore would have won, and then I and there were no and in Wikipedia's site, which I just want to caution yeah. you, right? Were no references. Then I get on the New York Times website, and they then they show the actual reporting at the time it was very nuanced very you know you know very much in the weeds but uh, they actually reported that uh, the supreme court did not hand the election to uh, right george bush and, and, and anyway but it was and it was very like i said very complicated very nuanced but boy uh it, it gave me an a, a quick education on not trusting wikipedia <laughs> yeah no I, I know it's anybody can go in there and uh and change the uh and change uh, the information in there i mean we always got we always got chided for using that as a source in in school and i used to like get angry about it but you can see why uh, it, yeah it, did, it didn't exist when i was in school when that election right. happened yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway you know, hey thanks but you know it's good to uh good to be critical uh, yes of course yeah anyway fun. So yeah, no look. Uh, so, but thanks, Marcus, and uh, you know, great, great keeping the uh, the local stuff going. I, I really do appreciate it. I'll continue to listen and, um, it, you know, uh, enjoy your sponsors' services. <laughs> of course, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Yeah, go out and, and buy our sponsors' stuff, please, and uh, vote for the people buying ad space here too. Actually, I'm not. I didn't mean that. You vote for who you want to vote for. 